We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, Psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. everyone. This is Patty Conklin and Healing Within. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a blessed week and a fun time and all sorts of good stuff. Um, my guest today is my dear friend, Dr. Lori Nadell. And uh, since it's the month of February, we thought we'd talk about relationships and interactions with people and, and, um, and just, you know, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And uh, people always think about relationships and not just not just intimate relationships or or uh, that love aspect of a partner, but also family and friends. And and I think it heightens the awareness for everyone. So Lori's going to be joining me today to talk about that. So welcome, Lori. I'm so happy to be here, Patty. Thank you. And thank, thank you, so you for thank you for being here. So so as a psychotherapist, I am sure that you have worked with many, many, many couples uh, throughout the years, as have I, um, about relationships. So 
what does Valentine's Day really bring up for people? Is there any one thing or is it a multiple of things? You know, the the thing that comes up over and over again is, is the, there's a lot of fear around Valentine's Day. Um, first, the fear if, you, if you're not in a relationship, uh, fear that uh, you're, you're not going to uh, receive the proper or appropriate uh, gift for Valentine's Day, or that you're not going to be able to afford, or that you're not going to be able to find the appropriate or right gift for Valentine's Day. Uh, so it comes with a lot of pressure. It's a commercial holiday, and even though you know it, it is, it does represent Saint Valentine, and and it represents love in all its manifestations, especially romantic love. Um, there is a lot of pressure in our culture to be in a romantic relationship on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and you'll find an increase in online activity. Um, this weekend with people trying to uh, hope to meet somebody or to have a date or to begin a relationship um, around Valentine's Day because it has that much, um, it, it's loaded with that much uh, connotation for us um, in the United States, not so much in other countries, but here. Yeah. Do you have any idea of when it really became commercialized versus just being a day I mean, I I did not look up the history of Valentine's Day of when it was, quote, created as that February 14th day. I I just remember having my son, my first son, Daniel, two days before Valentine's Day, and everybody was coming to the hospital to see us and they were bringing candy and, you know, chocolates and I couldn't eat them. So so my room was a a hive for all the doctors and nurses coming in to eat all the candy, chocolate. <laughs> eat the chocolate on Valentine's Day. Yeah. But but when did it really become commercialized? You know, I, I think it really started. I, I think everything started to become more commercialized in the uh, late '80s, early '90s, uh-huh. and um, and I think now with social media, uh, every everything has been commercialized and uh-huh. uh, you know Hollywoodized and. Um, you know the the expectations on social media. Uh, I've had uh, people break up with someone uh, who they they were in a long term loving relationship with because the person did the other their partner didn't put in a relationship on his or her Facebook page. And oh so, wow! Right, right. The wow. the pressure on people to appear to be in a relationship for their social media persona. Um, has added a whole other layer of social pressure. Wow. So wow. so I think that it just keeps getting, you know, um, I think that the, the, the commercialization and the pressure is really ratcheted up in the last few years yeah. because so many people get their ideas and information about how they quote-unquote should be perceived from social media. Wow. So it adds it adds another it it adds a huge layer of uh, sense of obligation and a sense of uh, failure and a sense of not being good enough and what's wrong with me um, if you're not you know in in a, in a full blown romantic relationship when Valentine's Day comes. Wow, wow, and there is That's a lot true. of pressure. And you yeah. know, just in just thinking through having son uh, lunch with my son on Wednesday, I said to him, 
Don't forget, it's Valentine's Day next Thursday night. Do you want me to take the kids Friday night so you and Kesh can go out? And uh, and he's like, uh, I don't know. Let me check with her. And I'm like, why would you check with her? Why, why wouldn't you just plan a romantic evening? And he just kind of gave me that blank look. And he's like, yeah. oh, that's my job, is it? And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah you're the guy. Uh-huh. Um, and so just even not even realizing it, I was putting pressure on him just like it's Valentine's Day and and right. you ought to be doing something for your wife, not looking at, gee, maybe your wife ought to be doing something for you. Um, that's Or, or yeah. also maybe, you know, it's a good idea to stay home on Valentine's Day <laughs> because it's very crowded out there in uh, in the restaurants. On it's Valentine's, true. It's true. Friday. It's and, true. Uh, I I had a maitre d'. Um, my my uh, partner and I we go out. Uh, we we tend to go out before or after Valentine's Day. And, uh-huh. uh, we had a maitre d' at uh, at a, one of our favorite restaurants. Uh, say it's a good thing that you came after Val- Valentine. He said Valentine's Day is amateur night. And oh wow! By which he <laughs> meant that people show up in the restaurant who haven't eaten in a restaurant in years. Uh-huh. And, you know, they, they don't they, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to order. They don't know how to act. Right. Um, you know, right. Uh, pe- people break up on Valentine's Day. People break up uh, in public places. It, it's a, it's an emotionally charged day, and um, you know, for better or worse, I think every all of us are somehow Im- imprinted by it. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, we're all imprinted. We're, spo- we're we're supposed to have love, be in love, you know, be with someone whom we love on Valentine's Day. And um, if we're a woman, we're supposed to get roses and we're supposed to get chocolate and we're supposed to give chocolate or, you know, some kind of a present of uh, esteem uh, to our partner. And, and that's the commercialization piece of it. And right. if you don't do that, then that means you're, you know, an inconsiderate, selfish person and you don't deserve Very to true. be loved. And, Very true. You know, the, yeah. It's kind of like the messages that you get at Christmas, which are, you know, if you don't have a big loving family, you know, sitting around the fire in a ski lodge and somebody doesn't give you a Lexus with a red bow on it, then you're a weird <laughs> introverted loner and you're a loser and, you know, you don't understand the spirit of the holiday. Right, and, right. And, and, and many people feel miserable about themselves because of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a it's a two way street, right? It's yeah, it's yeah. the commercialization, but it's also how people choose to um, respond if they're right. not, you know, being taken out to dinner, or the roses or, you know, right. given the, the Lexus and so forth at Christmas. I mean, people have a choice as to how they're going to respond to the right. um, appropriateness or or, you know, the the. Um, uh, the focus on them or the lack of focus on them. It's still right. that, it's still that choice. Yeah. So, well, so when do not know that people don't know that they have a choice? I think that a lot of the media imprinting and social media imprinting goes directly into the unconscious, into the subconscious. Yeah. And, um, you know, we compare it to, uh, other people we know, um, other times in our life when we've had the perfect Valentine's Day, um, times when we expect to have the perfect Valentine's Day, um, you know, times that we've been disappointed. I mean, it just it, and, and there's a lot in the collective unconscious 
that can make it an emotional minefield for people because people mm-hmm. don't always look at it consciously. They just know that they feel happy and excited or that they feel disappointed. Yeah, yeah, interesting. When did, and we can, we can expound on this a little bit yeah. more, expand as we, as we come back from break, but, you know, I think that, that when we look at holidays in general, and the commercialization of them, you know, Christmas is something I kind of ban from my life because, you know, we do a lot of donating and gifting during right. Christmas. We don't necessarily, uh, for my children and I, uh, right. give gifts um, right. to each other. Now, you know, right. the children and grandbabies and so on. That's you know, that's different. They're they're doing their own thing. Um, but I think that for for us, we've always chosen that, which is what works for us. Um, right. But in the totality of the other families, um, you know, it is that huge room filled with gifts. And I don't think anybody's ever gotten a Lexus, but uh, right. you know, lots of spatulas. Um, but but it's and it's and it's the idea of how, you know, in some people's mind, how many presents are actually underneath the tree that that d- decide whether or not they're loved. Right. And uh, and I've seen that over and over again. But, you know, let's talk about the commercialization and 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 then, you know, let's go back and kind of look at what is what is it truly meant to be, whether right. it's Valentine's Day, whether it's it's uh, uh, Christmas, whether it's Easter. Um, we've got so many different meanings and yet the origins don't really follow true with that. Um, right. So we can we can look at that when we get back. And folks, it's Patty Conklin and Healing Within with Dr. Lori Nadell. And uh, we're talking about uh, Valentine's Day and the commercialization of. So we'll talk to you soon. Patty Conklin grew up in Brooktondale, New York with a unique ability. Unlike others, she could see how the vibration of words and emotions affected the physical body. She discovered how to release stored emotion and facilitate healing. This began today's Conklin method of cellular cleansing. The private practice grew with tremendous results, as did her reputation. More and more people sought her out, bringing her into the home for healing. She soon realized she could even teach this to others, and they could shift perception and thus prevent illness from occurring. Patty Conklin quickly became a frequent keynote speaker, and she developed a curriculum for teaching the Conklin method of cellular cleansing. For more information, visit pattyconklin.com. P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. PattyConklin.com. Are you ready for spring? Well, now's the perfect time to head out to your local garden center and pick up a hydrangea from Proven Winners to add to your landscape. Proven Winners hydrangeas are gorgeous and simple to care for. There's just no better or easier way to enjoy a flower-filled summer. Take the time to plant one now and look forward to years of enjoyment and compliments. 
Look for Proven Winners Hydrangeas in the white containers at your favorite garden center. Now it's time for a plant fact. Roses are one of the oldest ornamental plants in cultivation, with a history going back over 5,000 years. The philosopher Confucius wrote about them, and Roman emperors treated their guests to dining on carpets of rose petals, with thousands more raining down from above. Become a part of this epic history by planting a proven winner's rose. Just look for the white containers at your local garden center or visit provenwinnerscolorchoice.com. Call 404-474-0086. That's 404-474-0086. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. It's formulated from zoolite, whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hi again, everyone. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within with my good friend and dear guest, Dr. Lori Nadell. And we're talking about, uh, boy holidays and one that we've got coming up uh, here real soon of valentine's day and and you may be listening to this in september or october but always know there's a holiday nearby i think we've got one for every month um but but moving into the valentine's day because i know that that i will get feeling down i wouldn't say depressed but feeling down um in not having i don't think i've ever had a valentine's date um in my entire life so so valentine's day is always one of those things of kind of yeah okay it's valentine's day but there is that missing of you know being able to go out to dinner or get roses or something like that that's just never been tangible but i feel down about it and i think 
a lot of people, certainly in this country, um, start getting anxiety or start feeling uh, depressed and really going into the what's wrong with me uh, mode. How do we how do we help people get out of that space and understand it's not about it's not about them. It's not about the individual. It's about the commercialization and the expectations that are set on what it should be. Well, I think there's, you know, when I work with people, I think this is, it's important to um, to build um, some kind of a of a what I call self empowering uh, ritual that you would do for yourself on that particular day. Um, I like sometimes to uh, ask people. This is something I've done myself, not on Valentine's Day, but when I when I've had uh, a disappointing experience, say with a publisher, um, and I feel really bad about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will I'll declare self-esteem day. I say, okay, stop this. Today is self-esteem day. What can I do that is going to build my sense of self-esteem? And so one of the things that I'll do is I'll I'll do some journaling in the form of a mind map or uh-huh. a labyrinth, I'll make a spiral, and around the spiral I'll, I'll write um, all of the things that I feel that I love myself for, that I like myself for, that I, that I appreciate myself for. And that can include um, you know, family members, children, um, friendships, um, skills that we have, uh, things that we like to do, activities, places, music, um, anything that really you know, lightens our heart. And, yeah, and makes us makes us feel centered in our heart, you know, kind of in our heart center, in our heart chakra. Um, so I'll do some, I'll do a labyrinth, or I'll do a mind map. A mind map is where you put your name in the middle of a circle, and you would ask, you know, how do I love myself, or how do I trust myself? And you would draw little branches off the circle, kind of like the sun, and everything that comes into your mind, you just write it down so that mm-hmm. it forms like a beautiful, like a sun shape diagram you can do it in different colors and i find that that's very centering Um, then i'll i'll call a friend i'll call somebody who accepts me as i am and who loves me and who um is going to be happy to hear from me and we'll uh, sit we'll, we'll spend time with each other on the phone or if somebody is open for lunch or coffee you know i'll go have lunch or coffee with that person um, I'll find a picture of myself that I really, really like, and I'll put it someplace where I can look at it, and I can say, gee, you know, that's a really great picture, and, and you've done really great things, um, and, you, and and kind of step into the picture so that you can reactivate what it felt like when, when you were in that wonderful state of being that yeah. was captured, you know, by a photographer just in that moment. Right. And, and um if you do, there's something that you like to do but you don't normally get to do, like uh, take a walk, take a long walk, or um, go to your favorite coffee shop, or just sit around and listen to music, or you know, or take take a bubble bath. Um, just some activity that is is both gentle and strengthening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I find that you know, if you if you have a self-esteem day for yourself, you will come out of that feeling centered and feeling more loving. Uh, towards yourself and towards the people and uh, and animals who you really love and who really love you. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's always been that question, I think, in, in metaphysics and in actually probably many different uh, areas of are we meant 
to be a couple? Are we meant to be solo? I mean, obviously, right. souls have individual paths, right? So, right, right? so the soul itself is meant to experience and so on and so forth. But, but in the big picture, are we meant to be paired up, teamed up, whatever, in, in whatever, whatever relationship that is? Um, or is that um, a choice? Or is it a, um, you know, I don't know. I sit back and, and people, people who are in relationships always say to me, oh, you're lucky you're single. And then I, you know, talk to people who have been married, you know, 25, 30, 40, 50 years and so forth. And they couldn't imagine life without the other person. So right. is there a sense from you on, you know, just from a shamanistic standpoint, what are, what is that? You know, originally, and I, and when I work with couples and, and, and I work a lot also with, you know, people who are trying to decide whether or not they want to stay in a relationship or dissolve the relationship, whether it's a breakup or whether it's a divorce or whether, you know, whether it's one person has outgrown the other person or whether there's been some kind of a loss or, or a betrayal. Um, and, you know, I'd like to point out that, that marriage was a survival partnership. And in our country, in our culture, in this time in history, uh, women especially have have the the right and the privilege to buy property, to own a house, to buy a car, to lease a car, to rent an apartment, to get a job in the mm -hmm. workplace that that pays a living wage. So up until very recently, uh, women had to marry for survival, or else they had to become nurses, teachers, or join a convent. True, um, there, very there, true. There were, no other, there were no other options. And in many countries, there are still no other options. Uh, exactly. Some countries, you you have a first name, and your first name is Mrs. And, um, you know, in, in somebody told me a story about uh, her aunt in uh, in a country country village in Ireland where the, her uncle used to get drunk and, and would, would hit her aunt. And when her aunt would show up in church with a black eye, the priest would say, now, Marion, what have you done to make him do that to you? Uh, right. Because it's such a perversion of what we consider to be, you know, um, normal you behavior know, or even yeah. ethical or legal behavior. So women traditionally have needed to be married to have status um, in society. And even those of us like myself who are single, and in a relationship, but I'm I'm single. I've been single since my divorce. Um, mm -hmm. I and I work with women who are professional women who are single or single moms. There is still a stigma to being a divorced woman. Yeah. Um, in in communities where everybody is a couple. So yeah. the question of you know are you supposed to be in a couple's relationship? There's a lot of pressure to be married. There's a lot of pressure to be in a couple's relationship. Yeah. And yet, um, and whether or not it, the, whether or not the relationship is healthy or safe, uh, yes. women will stay in relationships and they'll go back to men who are abusive, because the idea of not being in marriage or being alone, being a woman alone in society, is very, very scary. Yeah. And, and conversely, I, I mean, men will go back to relationships with abusive right. women, um, right? Because of that draw to same, be same thing. The same thing, yeah, yeah, right, right. 
Wow. Right. Because it really, it really has been, like you said, until recent history, um, survival. And I know just even, yeah. you know, having been single, what, 36, 37 years now, yeah. um, right. that, that people still call me Mrs., you know, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, not that they know my ex or anything like that. It's just the culture here where I live right. is right. when you get to this, this age, you must right. be a missus, right? right? I mean, you right. couldn't be a miss. You've got to be a missus. Right. And right. so I'm constantly going, no, that's miss. And they, uh-huh. they're like, why are you making a big deal of it? And I'm like, because right. you're calling me missus, and that's not accurate. Right. Um, right. And so maybe maybe it's my touchy spot. But but mm-hmm. I do think, I know in, you know, you and I have both traveled extensively in other countries, and and I remember um, being in a small village in India, and um, a man had died, and he had, I think, four or five wives. And the wow. wives did not like the newest wife, who was very young. And so the funeral pyre, and I mean, I was watching this, was going through the street um, for his funeral, and um, the other four wives picked up the youngest new wife and threw her on the funeral pyre. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, and, and killed her. And it was like, you know, oh my what, God. what I know, it was horrific. What we think is normal behavior or even behavior that we think is, is not okay um, pales right. in comparison to so many different parts of the world. So when we get back, let's talk a little bit more about that. And uh, sure. folks, thank you so much for joining me and my guest, Dr. Lori Nadell. And we'll be right back. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com, or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast. Are you ready for spring? Well, now's the perfect time to head out to your local garden center and pick up a hydrangea from Proven Winners to add to your landscape. Proven Winners hydrangeas are gorgeous and simple to care for. There's just no better or easier way to enjoy a flower-filled summer. 
Take the time to plant one now and look forward to years of enjoyment and compliments. Look for Proven Winners Hydrangeas in the white containers at your favorite garden center. Now it's time for a plant fact. Everyone loves lilacs, but there's more to them than meets the eye. Their scientific name is syringa, which derives from the Greek word syrinx for panpipes. This is because their stems are filled with a spongy pith that can be removed and the hollow wood played like a flute. You can get your own lilac or any of the award-winning Proven Winners flowering shrubs at your local garden center or visit provenwinnerscolorchoice.com. Center and Studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Join Patty Conklin and Healing Within Radio each week. More than entertainment, Healing Within offers educational, useful tools for everyday life. Listen for help overcoming fear, anxiety, and depression. Patty knows about eliminating cancer, MS, dementia, Parkinson's, and a host of illnesses that we face every day. Life can be good. Life is good. All you need are simple tools to start changing your life. Start right now by visiting pattyconklin.com, P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. No matter where you are in the world, you can work with Patty through Skype, phone, or in person, visiting one of her retreats in Georgia. Visit pattyconklin.com today or call our offices at 404 474 0086. That's pattyconklin.com or call 404-474-0086. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. And welcome back, everyone. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within and my guest, Dr. Lori Nadell. And we're talking about relationships. You know, we're in the month of, of uh, February and Valentine's Day and so on and so forth. Um, and kind of where relationships go and, and the status of women throughout, um, throughout history of, of this country, certainly, and how much people, women still need help in other countries. You know, I'm, I'm getting ready to um, take a tour, Lori, um, and it's going to be a two-week tour of uh, into the Holy Lands and kind oh. of following the footsteps of the women of the Bible. 
and focusing oh, on beautiful. yeah focusing on the women and i just thought that it was just really a good time to kind of go on that adventure and and follow the women of the bible and and um and go to some of the places that they went and when i think about that and and think about what an amazing trip it's going to be and i can't imagine not coming back changed um in in probably multiple different ways. Um, but I think about, you know, different parts of the world that I've visited and so forth, where women either are the um, matriarchs and, and or the, the um, uh, I don't know if the term is a shaman of the village or the right. wise one of a village. Um, we still have so many places like that in the world. And I'll tell you what, when you, when you live in a Western society, it is easy to not know or to not think of women in other areas of the world who are very revered within um, their village. Um, and I got thinking about that as I'm saying it, and I'm thinking, you know what, a lot of those women are, are single. That's right. I was going to make that point you know, when we came back. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. a lot of those women are are single, and it's it's because they they have these gifts or they they have the ancient wisdom that was passed on to them. You know, I I, I feel very privileged because I've had um, I've had rituals and I guess you would call them um, ancient traditions and ancient wisdom that has been passed on for thousands of years by oral tradition from woman healer to woman healer to woman healer. And you won't find them on the internet. You know these are not. You know these these are these are sacred. And when you when you are somebody who receives those teachings, mm-hmm. um, you know it. It's hard to be a regular housewife. You know it, yeah. it shifts you. It just shifts yeah. your position. It shifts your position uh, with regard to men, especially in those villages. I I remember uh, meeting a woman who was a, a midwife and and a shaman. And a mother uh, who lived in uh, in the Amazon in in Ecuador, and mm-hmm. um, she had like this fierce um, intelligence and wisdom and kindness about her, and um, and it was a great gift to receive teachings from her, and yet you could see that she was revered by the men and women around her, uh-huh. and that because of the uh, spiritual, I would say, power that she radiated. Um, she wasn't. She wasn't going to be. Li- she wasn't going to be living a normal life. You know, like right. women who had, you know, three or five children, and they had a husband, and they had some sons, and they got up at dawn and they cooked the meals, and you know, then they went out to the field and they, they laid the little tablecloth down, you know, on a ditch, and everybody, you know, ate right. of, uh, right. little tin plates together, um, which I always found amazing because. I don't think I remember the number of times that my family ate lunch together as everybody was always on a different schedule. Right. And, um, you know, you go into some places where, you know, people didn't have television or cell phones or even electricity, and yet, you know, the the families would stay together. Yes. And, um, you know, it's just something to, I think, reflect on on Valentine's Day is really what, you know, what is, what is the power of love? Is the power of love to help us build sustainable relationships and to create or to follow traditions 
that are going to um, keep us connected and so that we're there for each other, you know, as, as we age? Or is love um, the Hollywood version of love where, you know, there's chemistry and there's electricity and there's excitement and then there's great sex and there's pleasure and, you know, you, you do fun activities together and eventually you move in and you start designing your life and you have kids and then you don't have as much fun and so you give up on the relationship. And, right. And there's, an, there's a, the shadow side of Valentine's Day is that it really pumps up the, the kind of glitzy version uh, of, of what, quote-unquote, love is supposed to be. Um, and I'm mentioning this because you, you had asked uh, about the origin mm-hmm. of Valentine's Day, which I, I just looked up, and, and Valentine's Day was a pagan holiday called Lupercalia, which was held in mid-February, and it celebrated the coming of spring, and it included fertility rituals and the pairing off of women with men by a lottery. But by the end of the 5th century, uh, Pope Gelasius replaced Lupercalia with St. Valentine's Day, and St. Valentine died around 270 A.D. Wow. um, Wow. So, you know, there's a special resonance to how we're looking at Valentine's Day through all these different filters because it it is a, a kind of a syncretized holiday that that became kind of Christianized um, after after thousands uh, after hundreds of years of being a a, a I want to call it a, a a holiday that was in rhythm with the spiritual intelligence of nature. In other words, mm. when as as Carl Jung says, when we go into certain seasons, our biological rhythms uh, realign. So Absolutely. during winter. We hibernate. You know, we tend to kind of close in. Um, it's a time to stay in. It's a time to reflect. Um, it's a time for dreams, and it's a time for gaining insight and dreams. And it's a, it, it sometimes feels like, um, at least you know, in the colder climates, uh, it's a time when you withdraw more. And then, um, and then you get into spring, and spring is a time when people libido starts to kind of heat up and. You know, love is in the air, and and people tend to, if you're of childbearing age, you know that's very often when your body kind of comes to life, and you want to want to have a baby, you feel like you you want to find a partner so that you can have a mate and you can have a baby. And right. summer is the time to relax and kind of harvest or begin to harvest, um, you know, some of the good things that you've been working on throughout the year, mm-hmm. and to just kind mm-hmm. of enjoy it. And then you know, autumn is the time of, of bringing things in to store, to prepare for the winter. So it's a time yeah. of harvest, but it's a time of preparation. And our, our bodies and our minds and our spirits naturally kind of fall, um, they, 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 they fall into, but they, they naturally kind of fall into the rhythms of the seasons or they follow the rhythms of the season. And so it's interesting that, you know, Valentine's Day, was a ritual that that really celebrated the desire to create new life um, by yeah. by finding a partner and by uh, getting pregnant and by 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 preparing to give birth. And, right. Um, and now you know the Hollywood version or the commercial version. You know, it's about looking at somebody across the room and having great chemistry and 
you know, holding hands and, you know, walking in the sun or, you know, going, going paddle boarding together or, or parachuting together or watching a movie and snuggling up together. And, you know, and it, it never shows the, um, the bigger picture. Right. Of, um, having connections, having soul connections to other people, soul friends, um, companions, animal companions uh, who are also, you know, sometimes the love of our life. Um, there are so many. There are so there's so much other depth to Valentine's Day, and it gets completely ignored yeah. because of the, yeah. the focus on the romantic couple. And the romantic couple is is really it's the glamour, and it's the right. part that doesn't last. Right. Right. Very true. Very true. It's the part that's not sustainable in most cases. Right. I mean, it can right. ebb and flow, but it's right. it's not going to be sustainable. Um, right. First off, let's because I want to get in in our in our um, final segment. I want to talk about your five gifts. But where can people find you? Um, we can find me online at my website laurienadel.com. It's l-a-u-r-i-e-n-a-d-e-l.com, and um, you'll find a contact button there. You can contact me through the web or by phone. And um, I always prefer to hear your voice because. Uh, we communicate a lot more texture and emotion and power in voice-to-voice communication. Yeah. So please feel free to uh, you know, look at my website and uh, click on the contact button, and I'd be very happy to respond. Yeah, beautiful. And I know, folks, that uh, you'll take advantage of that because it's just, you know, it's that important. It's that important to uh, okay. um, to be able to talk. And, you know, I've known Lori now for close to 25 years and yeah. and yeah. Uh, you have always been an inspiration, uh, whether you're off. Um, what were you doing? You weren't sailing. What was it? It was it was windsurfing thank you i was losing the for 20 years windsurfing that's so awesome and um and enjoyed it too so folks when we come back we'll we'll talk with Lori about her um her uh book the five gifts and um and see how we can put that in relation to um Valentine's Day. So we'll be back. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within and Dr. Lori Nadell. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. 
Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will... Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hyde can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? 
Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. It's Patty Conklin in Healing Within, and my guest is Dr. Lori Nadell, and I'm just always so happy to have time to, to talk with her as not only as a friend, but a psychotherapist and a shaman and all the uh, multiple gifts she has um, and the wisdom that she has to impart. So, so Lori, your book, The Five Gifts, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the rest of it. It's sitting over there on my bookcase uh, bookshelf right now, but um Talk about the five gifts, and and if you would, uh, you know, for those of us who have gone through recent breakups, or or for those of us who are single, um, how do we apply your five gifts to helping us get through this time of commercialization and just this time of feeling quote alone? How do we use your five gifts? Well, I think it's a great question. Um, the, the the title of the book the title of the book is. The Five Gifts, Discovering Hope, Healing, and Strength When Disaster Strikes. And um, I actually wrote it uh, to help people who were, I know, whose lives were uh, really shattered by catastrophic uh, events. And uh, I was very proud that I was able to work uh, with a debriefing team uh, in Parkland after the the shooting. And I'm I'm mentioning this because uh, February 14th is the uh, second anniversary of the Parkland shooting, and so um, it's it, you know we talk about the meaning of Valentine's Day uh, to us as a people. I I think it, it's important to take a moment and uh, remember uh, those those who were wounded uh, and, and survived, as well as those who were killed, and and how the community came together in an amazing way. And and if we talk about the meaning of Valentine's Day. Um, in a context like this, the love that those teachers showed uh, for years uh, and have been showing for years um, after this event and the, the consistency and the support of the community uh, really um, it, it, it kind of shines a light, a, a different kind of light on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. That I think it's important for us as, as a people to honor that. Yeah. Um, the, the five gifts are humility, patience, Empathy, forgiveness, and growth. And humility um, kind of helps us. It, it's really a grace. When I when I find that I'm started feeling disappointment, you know that I haven't um, I haven't finished something, or I have a piece that got rejected by a newspaper, and I'll, I'll kind of start. Well, what's wrong with you? And how, you know why 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 aren't you good enough? And then I'll stop and I'll just I'll ask God for humility and. It kind of comes over my shoulders, almost like a like a cloud. And when with the gift of humility, I stop asking why me, 
and I'll just say, hey, you know, it happens, it's life. Things happen that are outside our control. Not every day is a great day. Um, sometimes things in life are upsetting or disappointing, and if you've just gone through a breakup and you're kind of getting down on yourself, uh, the gift of humility can help you accept that, um, you know, you're hurting. And it, it, there's a universal suffering to a broken heart. Um, all of Western literature, um, movies, um, all kinds of stuff on social media, um, being, you know, great art going back centuries, um, it, it all talks about how do we get through the wounding of the broken heart. Mm-hmm. And humility is the gift that helps us to understand that, you know, I'm not the only person in the world who's going through this. I'm not the first person in the world. And I'll get through it as we all get through it. Yeah, um, yeah, very true. Humility helps, helps us to be where we are. Um, and patience is the gift that helps us to stop getting angry at ourselves. When 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 Valentine's comes along, Valentine's Day, if, if you had a relationship, as I did many years ago, had a profound relationship that started on Valentine's Day, and for years and years later, uh, Valentine's Day was, was like a little, it, it really hurt, because mm-hmm. it felt like that relationship uh, was was a betrayal of Valentine's Day. The way the, the, way the relationship turned out, it kind of was a betrayal of the promise of the perfect romantic love that was going to last forever. I know that sounds silly, but uh, you know mm-hmm. we all we all want to create that that magical love forever on Valentine's Day. And when it fell apart or didn't work, you know, after seven years, uh, every time Valentine's Day would come along, uh, I would be really upset. I wouldn't say depressed, but I'd be really sad. And patience is the gift that helps us to forgive ourselves and accept that, you know, it takes as long as it takes. Like any kind of grieving, you know, you can be you can be completely healed in the sense that you don't think about it all the time anymore and you kind of can move on with your life and you can start dating again. But an anniversary can trigger that old wound and mm-hmm. patience lets us accept and acknowledge that, you know, the heart doesn't have a timetable. Right. If you just be patient with yourself and, and be nice to yourself and forgive yourself for being hurt, um, that I'm not over it yet, or I'm not completely over it, um, you'll, patience will help us to get through that moment of suffering, or that yeah. day of suffering. Interesting. Um, okay. The, the third one is empathy, and empathy is a connection, a connection with others primarily, although we also need to have empathy and concern for ourselves. And another great way to celebrate Valentine's Day is to... Uh, go out and connect with other people or volunteer or, you know, go to an animal shelter or a soup kitchen and um, and connect empathetically with with other people or with other beings and, and give them your love and give them your concern. Um, after a disaster um, like Parkland, for example, or a natural disaster, uh, we need sustainable empathy that goes on for several years because the emotional rebuilding takes several years. Yeah. And uh, sometimes even after a broken relationship, um, a divorce or a broken heart, um, a breakup, uh, we, we, the gift of empathy will help us feel that we're back in flow and that we can experience um, a different kind of love, but it's still love and it will still help to fill the hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness, uh, I'd like to say, is not a light switch. It's not something that um, 
you know, is on or off, uh, either forgive or you don't. I tell people to step into what it's like to be forgiving. And when you're in a state of forgiving, you can be forgiving of the person who broke your heart. You can be forgiving 10% or 15% or 30% or 80%, and it can fluctuate, you know, like, like an old light meter, you know, would fluctuate right. um, in, as, as the light, uh, you know, flickered back and forth. Uh-huh. And um, it's okay if you cannot forgive somebody 100% all the time. You can be forgiving of that person a little bit at a time, and you can be forgiving of yourself because sometimes I know um, after a breakup I would blame myself and say, why didn't I see that coming? Um, I shouldn't have gotten into the relationship. You know, I should have known. And um, it's very important that we forgive ourselves when we start ruminating about what we may or may not have done wrong. Right. So forgiving is very important in healing. And the final stage, uh, final gift is growth. And we're always growing. I mean, even this moment we're talking, um, our body is replacing millions and millions of new cells. And right. as long as we're biologically alive, we're growing as human beings. Um, parts of us may be, may be dying out. I mean, right. A certain age. I mean, the parts are designed to wear out, you know, for God's sake. But right. we're always growing. And yeah. we can grow, we can, we can grow um, kind of a new branch of our heart no matter how broken-hearted we are. I like to think of the psyche as a garden, and as a garden in the winter is barren, and it's dead, and it's cold, and you know you look at it, and it's like there's nothing there, and yet there are seeds of possibility that are incubating deep within the soil. And it's the same way with a broken heart. Even, even when it feels like I'm never going to love again, and I'm never going to be happy again, the seeds of possibility and the seeds of love are, are always there in the subconscious or the unconscious, the, the hidden part of the self, which has deeper wisdom and deeper healing capability than we're aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, the aspect of reaching growth uh, as we've gone through humility, patience, empathy, forgiveness, and growth is that realization that we are going through growth every every second that our like you said our body is regenerating our cells are renewing and so forth and and it is this continuous cycle and and uh you know i was thinking about that today and yesterday and looking at our weather because you know yesterday we were 70 degrees and you know got about nine inches of rain and tornado warnings all day and then, you know, and the daffodils are out and the grass is all lush, you know, for this time of year. And, and then and today we're getting snow. And I was oh, thinking wow. about that in terms of of just um, all of the different chaos that comes together and still right. creates beauty that, you know, we can look at it and say, gee, this is rough, whatever. But but, um, you know, growth is something that is inevitable. And um, and whether it's happening on a cellular level or a conscious level, we're going to be going through growth. So I want to thank you so much for being here today and and My talking pleasure, about always. this topic because it's it is an important one and and uh, uh, people you know from all over uh, tend to sit and like you said ruminate about this time period, folks. You can 
reach uh, uh, Lori at uh, laurienadel.com. And, um, and I encourage you to pick up her book, um, The Five Gifts. And she's got other publications out there as well. So please look those up. And as always, my friend, thank you so much. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. And you uh, enjoy yourself. And folks, it's Patty Conklin, Healing Within. Thank you so much for being a part of my life and my show. <laughs>